we do what we want, when we want, and it's very easy, right? We say, hey, should we go to this ride? You say, sure. You say, hey, you want to go eat? And I say, sure. Three. Count it down, Reagan. Two, one. Ah, wait, here we go. Opa! Welcome to Mimosas with Mickey. That's Mike. She's Ruthie. And we're Mimosas with Mickey. We're here to talk to you about our experiences of enjoying the magic of the Disney World parks um, as adults. That's that, actually that's without kids. Yeah, without kids. Um, <laughs> that's actually the topic today is we're going to be t- doing kind of an overarching meta view of our very favorite things. Thank you. There you go, babe. Our very favorite things to experience at the parks as adults going without kids or grandkids. Um, and we're going to hit some... Wait, grandkids? Well, that's on the horizon. No. <laughs> Sometime. We have grandpuppies. We do have grandpuppies. They aren't allowed at the parks, though, so that, that's not that's an issue not right an now. That's not an issue. <laughs> anyway, today we're going to be hitting some of the high points of why we like doing the Disney parks as a couple, as adults, um, and our favorite things about it. I'm looking forward to it. This is going to be one of those things where we've seen on the other um, sites that are very intriguing to us when people um, talk about their experiences um, with going to the parks with kids. Yeah. And then they talk about they're going to the park with either as couples or with other adult friends. Right. So we're kind of leaning towards the adult friends as couples and – kind of leaving the kids behind we're empty yeah. nesters right now which and is just really a reminder nice. yeah. i am a disney planner so yes. um after this episode if you want me to help you plan your adult disney vacation um information will be in the podcast and we can uh, help you out there with magical tripcations so the first thing i want to talk about that i absolutely love because we have gone to the park with our family of six um which is a lot blended family blended family and sometimes you get those situations, well, what do you want to do next? Who wants to eat here? Who wants to do that? And it gets to be this bickering and this fighting. We don't have that when we go the two of us, it's right? It's a beautiful it thing. It really is. We do what we want, when we want, and it's very easy, right? We say, hey, should we go to this ride? And you say, sure. You say, hey, you want to go eat? And I say, sure. We just <laughs> I go. think it's more like, I just got a lightning lane for this ride. We're going over here. <laughs> That's true. And I'm like, okay, let's go. Because she's made Disney very easy for me. That's true. Very easy for me. She's got this stuff down. I mean, to the nth degree. So, But we take out that bickering, right? Oh, well, the indecision the of, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go there. Yeah, it's absolutely. I need someplace that has chicken nuggets. No, no, we don't. <laughs> so. <laughs> Again, the <laughs> making Disney easy where right. I don't have to eat corny dogs and cotton candy right. all the time. Right, right. And actually, that's a really good lead in to point number two. Oh, that's insane. Really? That that's, I was able did you know where I was going? I have because no that's idea. a great segue. So, point number two that I absolutely love about going to Disney, the two of us, is we get these date moments. And a big part of that is Disney dining. What I mean by that is theme parks, you know, you know you're going to be able to get corny dogs, you get popcorn, popcorn's a what big deal. What is that? Deal Casey's Corner is a big yeah, deal. Yeah, Casey's thing. Corner. And there are some great quick service dining yeah, at absolutely. Disney. Yeah, absolutely. Not, not, say, not saying that they're not. But when we go, we try to do at least one table service a day because it's a nice sit-down meal. And we've had really some of the best restaurants we've ever eaten at 
are at Disney World. Wouldn't you agree? And I mean, we live in Dallas. There's a lot of good food in the oh, Dallas area. Dallas is nothing but food. Right. I mean, but we've had, eaten at such amazing restaurants at Walt Disney World, whether it's in the parks or at the resorts or at Disney Springs. Very shocking to me. Yeah. How elevated the food has, the, the experience of the food has become. Right. There. Absolutely. Whether it's that you're at the Edison at Disney Springs, which is this whole 20 steampunk vibe where there's almost a cabaret show going on with, um, you know, lounge singers and jugglers and people on stilts and, you know, kind of flapper it's kind dresses. kind of that Scott Bradley feel. Yeah, to it. yeah. It's postmodern really jukebox jukeboxy kind of stuff. It's or really nice. We, the sushi that we had at Morimoto was some of the best oh, sushi I've ever yes, had. Things absolutely. that I've never seen presented in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, to getting oysters at the boathouse. My favorite. Absolutely one of your favorite Absolutely moments. Absolutely my favorite. Um, to even in the parks, Jungle Skipper ca- ca- Canteen in Magic Kingdom. You're sitting in the middle, middle of Magic Kingdom right. with this amazing like Brazilian cheese bread and a glass of champagne and thinking... There's a ride across the street from me, right? Yeah, Jungle Skipper, yes. <laughs> Jungle Cruise is Jungle right Cruise. over there. And I'm having this amazing meal. So we get those date moments, yeah. we right? Do, we do have those um, hideaway moments where kind of disconnect from the parks. Yeah. Um, from the rides, from the right. families, the, the things that you wouldn't typically find. And I will tell you, um, as Mimosas with Mickey... I like looking for a time where I can have an adult beverage mm-hmm. from time to time to take the edge off because right. it's really rough out there fighting the strollers hitting my ankles and the wheelchairs <laughs> hitting my butt. <laughs> I mean, just there's so many people out there it, fighting through the crowds to have a place to sit, have a place to have a drink and relax for a right. little bit and then kind of re- rejuvenate, recuperate, and get back out to the right. to, to the park. Yeah. Well, and so speaking of adult beverages, one of my favorite date moments that we ever have is at the beginning of every trip, this has become kind of a tradition for us. Yeah. Um, we go to Disney Springs after we arrive from the airport. If you land at MCO, get check into our resort, we go straight to Disney Springs. And there's a little place over there called Dockside Margaritas. Now, again, we live in Dallas. We have great margaritas available to Absolutely. us. Absolutely, Fantastic Mexican food, fantastic Tex-Mex. But there's something about dockside margaritas that when we go and we sit and we get your favorite, which is... Oh, the jalapeno. Jalapeno uh, margarita. Yeah, absolutely. I get whatever the seasonal one is, and we sit right on the water, and you're watching the volcano erupt at yes. Rainforest Cafe. And there's usually a really good band. Some, there's live some music, kind of live right music right there. Right there in Disney Springs. Yeah. Um, usually someone, something acoustic or steel yeah, drums absolutely. or something like that. Yeah, very very small. One guy, one person... Um, Band. We see the little uh, aqua cars, the cars that drive into the water or floating around around us, watching the sunset there. That is like, that is date Start moment for me. Start of a good vacation. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. This isn't a vacation for us. That's true. We, we do like to say it's not a vacation. It's a trip because we don't relax a lot. Um, <laughs> but you can. It's just we tend to go, go, go. Um, we have gotten better about... Building more relaxation time. But like I said, we build those little date moments in. We do. And those happen organically, but a lot are planned. And you do a good job of making sure we have reservations. We've never gone into a building where we've had to go, what is your wait time? That's true. That's true. Although I will tell you one organic date moment we had, we weren't expecting. We were just visiting the different resorts one night. And we realized we were at Polynesian. Remember this night? We were at Polynesian. And it was almost time for the fireworks. 
So we went oh, out onto I the do beach. Remember this night. Yes. Um, sat on this white sand beach. We weren't planning on this, and we watched the Magic Kingdom fireworks from the beach, just sitting in the sand. Hadn't so, planned on it. Didn't you know have any you know had to get there early to get a spot. We just wandered out, found a spot on the beach. They piped in the music. Yeah, it was amazing. It was like being right there. Yeah, without the crowds. Without the crowd, able to have an adult beverage. And yeah. I had my toes in the sand, and yeah. you were leaning up against me, and we were watching the fireworks. It that was, was magical. It was I a loved magical that. moment. So those yeah. little magical date moments, those are that's a big part of it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And again, didn't have to be back, put the kids to bed, nobody's screaming at us, <laughs> nothing's going on on that side of it. But we can find little things places to be and whether it's planned or spontaneous mm-hmm. um disney has really focused on making everybody who goes there have a place and have something that they can do to all who come to this happy place welcome and that's truly where they're at right yeah. now. yeah i really feel that yeah so we just did the Keys to the Kingdom tour, which I'm going to have a whole episode about that. But one of oh, the keys yeah, king, to the kingdom, the newest key is actually actually inclusivity. And what they mean by that is they want everyone to feel welcome there. So that this isn't just a place for families. This isn't just a place for adults or kids. This isn't just a place, whatever your, um, you know, whatever your situation in life is, it's a place for everyone is really one, one of the keys that they're trying to hit. You're doing a good job of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned something about not having to have the kids scream at us. So I really want to go in now. I know this is one you're excited to talk about, right? <laughs> it's one of my one of my guilty pleasures of Disney at this point. <laughs> and we could call it people watching. That's a nice way of phrasing it. And you know, people watching is fun. Watching people come by, having a happy time. But my wonderful husband Mike here has a little bit of uh, Schadenfreude. Yeah, he has a little bit of Schadenfreude um, of. <laughs> Kind of taking pleasure in some other people's suffering. Well, the pain uh, <laughs> just, I felt it at one time in uh-huh. my life, and I don't have to now, but I can empathize with people right. on the things they're dealing with with their children. Yes. So when we see an epic meltdown, <laughs> <laughs> a child that just has that's had evil laugh. <laughs> has had enough. Yeah, that's a good evil laugh. You've been working on that, haven't you? I have. You know, standards. <laughs> yeah. When we see those epic meltdowns, and we've seen a few, and I think we have a few stories that we need to share. Just a couple right now. I yeah. mean, there's way too many that I've seen. But I'm going to start with probably my favorite one in the history of ever. And this isn't a kid melting down. This is almost oh, an adult this, meltdown. Th- this, this one is... <laughs> yeah, it totally was. So um, one of my lovely wife, Ruthie's bucket list at the time, we hadn't stayed at any of the... Um, uh, monorail resorts. Mo- monorail resorts, and not the moderate, but um, the... Deluxe. The deluxe. Okay, so we saved up. We got this trip. We got it going to the Grand Floridian. It was beautiful. It was. It really was nice. It was nice. And they had a convention there yeah. that weekend. We, we had one of the outer um, bungalows buildings that were out there. Um, which was really nice. We were on top floor, had a great view of um, Disney World. We got to sit on our balcony and watch the electric light parade go by, and we got to watch the fireworks right. out on the lagoon. Beautiful place. So one of my things, if you haven't seen here, um, I like to play golf. And another episode, and I will give all you guys my I, – I go as a single – 
Ruthie rides with me and reads her book. And when I'm smiling, when I walk back to the car, she says, Good shot, honey. And if I'm not smiling, she... Look at my book. Perfect golf partner. <laughs> anyway, so that's a different episode. So what <laughs> happened this morning that I had a tea time at the Arnold Palmer... Uh, was it the Palms course? Mm-hmm. And I got an 8 o'clock tea time. So to get there early to make sure we were ready. We were leaving at seven in the morning. So we get up at 6.30, we get our stuff together, throw my golf clothes on my shoulder. We're on the top floor of our um, building. We get into the elevator. This is awesome, very fun. I'm going to play golf at Disney on a really nice course. Very beautiful day. Beautiful morning, but it's dark. Get into the elevator, go down one floor. Ding, the door opens. I back into the corner with my golf clubs. Ruthie goes to the side. A double stroller comes in. Husband and wife come in. We go down one floor. Ding, we stop. Someone else gets on. About that time, I see the husband looking at me in my golf clubs. Looks at his wife. Looks back at me. The wife looks at him and says, don't you say a word, he said, but he gets to play golf. (laughs) (laughs) It gets better. So So we go and have a wonderful day playing golf, lovely time, come back, and for that afternoon, I'd booked us a cabana at Grand Floridian, as you can at a number of the deluxe Disney resorts. You can book a cabana for half a day. When you're in the cabana by the pool, um, you have your own server who's bringing you food and drinks. You've got a refrigerator. You've got a fruit tray. You've got TV. You've got fans. You've got towel service. It's private by the pool. It's lovely. It's really... It's a, not that expensive. No, it's... For it's, what you get, it's very nice it's to a be able to... very nice Downtime and shade. Right. So we came back from golf, <laughs> changed into our swimsuits, and started to head over to our cabana experience. And lo and behold, who do we pass... Said couple with the kids out. <laughs> and given at this point, it was about 2.30 p.m. So the kids were done. They were done. They were screaming. They were wiped. Everyone was sweaty. Everyone's angry. So we walked by the couple. And I recognized them from the morning because who can't keep that in their memory? <laughs> so we walked by and we're going to the pool. And I said, man, that was a great golf course. You need to try it sometime. We're headed to the cabana. (laughs) The wife, not looking at her husband at that point, she's looking at me with daggers. (laughs) I hope they're still married. If you're out there, I'm I'm sorry that we caused that stress for you that day, but we enjoyed it a lot. It was a great day. It was very fantastic. But that was one of the kind of things that we look at where you can do without the kids and without the hitting the parks i tell you my favorite meltdown happened at animal kingdom Mm. so we were walking off the dinosaur ride which (laughs) um, if you don't know the idea of the dinosaur ride is you've been transported back in time um to go see the dinosaurs but something's gone horribly wrong as it often does right they didn't know they had four-wheel drive for some reason (laughs) right and we got transported back to the time that the meteor shower was coming in that kills all the dinosaurs so we're going through the ride and dinosaurs are popping out left and right it's really it's a thrilling attraction. It's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a funner ride there, and, actually. And Underrated. We, we walked off of it, and there was a dad with his two daughters, one who was about 10 or 12, and another was closer to seven. And the seven-year-old 
was distressed. She Just, wasn't happy. Yeah. And we hung back a little bit because we heard these words coming out of her mouth. This is not the most magical place on earth. This is the most horrible place in the universe. <laughs> and dad says, I know, honey. I'm sorry. <laughs> and she goes on. I am a child. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> I know, honey. I'm sorry. I think we lived off of that <laughs> that high of seeing that moment. That was wonderful. So we've had some great people watching yeah, moment over, it's so over great. the years. And, and again, like Ruthie said, it's one of those things where we do see the families that are having a good time. Mm -hmm. Oh, and you know, the last time we were there, it's been pointed out to us that more proposals have been done in front of the castle Absolutely. than anywhere else in Florida. It's always is, fun to see the proposals it, to, and to see the kid, the little kid's yeah. magic without having to deal with it yourself. We got up in the morning early, as my wife likes to rope drop. Yeah, you've got a rope drop. You get all get a lot of rides done early, and then you can relax. Yeah. Right. And, and as we said, we're good traveling partners. This is another thing about being without the children. You don't have to drag anyone out of bed. Nobody's out of bed. Nobody's complaining. I don't want to do this. Hence the story. We get there. We're the first row at Magic Kingdom in the in the parking lot. And right next about to us. An hour before the park was actually supposed oh, to yeah. open. Oh, yeah. Easily an hour, maybe an hour and a half. But yeah. I get out of the car and Ruthie's already at the back. What happened, Ruthie? Well, next to us, there was um, an SUV, and they'd lowered their tailgate, and they were getting all their stuff together, and Mom had propped about a four-year-old boy up on the tailgate to Probably. put sunscreen on his face. Yeah. I don't know if he was tired. I don't know what happened. He, he just got woke up. Yeah, he kind of leaned to one side and then tumbled <laughs> out of the SUV onto the pavement. As one does. <laughs> As one does. And complete meltdown. He's crying. Mom's picking him up, hugging him. He, is, he isn't having it. He doesn't want to be comforted. He doesn't want anything. Uh, nothing's going to make him feel better. Dad kind of walks away. Dad's done with this already. Son's sitting there. And I think the mom thought, I'm going to give him two options. And I know he won't want one of the options. Negotiations are great. Right. Yes. And so I think she thought she was taking kind of this parenting technique of, I'm going to give you two options. And I know you won't want one, so you'll do what I want. And she said, well, you can calm down. Or if you'd prefer, we can just go back to the hotel room for the day. This kid said, yes, I want to go back to the hotel for the day. <laughs> <laughs> to which mom says. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> but dad turned around. Yeah. Do you know how much this trip costs? <laughs> you get him in that stroller and get up to the gate at this point. <laughs> Little Johnny just wanted to go back to the hotel and swim in the pool, to be honest. I mean, he, he did. He, he did not he, care about going he into did not care Magic about going Kingdom. Into wow. It, it is, and Reagan's right. This is, this is the thing that I look for. Yeah. Either dad, and it's usually 99% of the time. Yeah, nine times out of 10, it's dad. Dad will, for some reason, it meltdown. So there's a couple of times during the, the day. So you have an 11, 30, 11 to 11.30 meltdown with the younger ones. Mm -hmm. And that's because you're not taking to them to the right location for eating. 
Right. Okay. They're tired. They're hot. They've been there since rope drop because mom got them up early. And then they are like, nope, not what I want to eat. I want the cotton candy and the hot, uh, and then the corny dog. And you're taking me someplace I don't want to be. Right. And that's the first meltdown. The second meltdown will be later in the day around three to four. Need a nap. Need a nap. Totally They're done with tired. it. And this is what happens on every occasion. The money comes out. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be to the four-year-old, which it is. <laughs> Do you know how much this trip cost? Four-year-old doesn't know. He doesn't know. <laughs> so the, the husband will usually turn to the spouse and say, Do you know how much I paid for this? <laughs> Yes, she does. <laughs> she charged it to your card. <laughs> she charged it to your card. All so, right. So anyway, those are fun times for us. Uh, we people like watching, those. Pe- people watching as a, two adults without yeah. children gives us a unique perspective of people that have been through this before. We have. And I've had my older daughter melt down because we stayed out at extra hour parks. Yeah. Um, rock and roller coaster. Yeah, but she was Is like it, 15. She's 15, but it was also midnight. <laughs> it was like one in the morning. One in the morning. It was when they used to be yeah. open really late, yeah. and she was just she, she was, was tired. Done and she cried. So my next, I want to go back to the name <laughs> of our podcast, Mimosas with, with Mickey. Yes. Um, that alludes to the fact that we do enjoy adult beverages at the parks, um, and there will be further episodes about how you can do that better. But that's one of the things we Lots really like about the parks yes. is that we can enjoy our adult beverages and don't have to worry about transportation. We don't have to worry about catching an Uber or you know making sure there's a designated driver because Disney transportation is fantastic. fantastic. We have done a Skyliner pub crawl. We've done a monorail pub crawl. Um, knowing that we have a safe way to get home and we can enjoy our adult beverages to, you know, responsibly, Right, but without right. having to worry about being responsible for anyone else other than ourselves. You know, that's really just been a lovely thing for us. We've had some great times with that, um, drinking at Epcot, drinking at other, some other parks, and um, really enjoying that as part of the parks. Well, what I like about it for me is, especially at Epcot, mm-hmm. there is an aspect of that of trying new things. Mm-hmm. And it's on the adult level of hey, we've got this available to it. But Disney has put that out there at a really high level. Yeah. Well, and the good thing is it's you, you, not huge drinks. Most, most of the times they're reasonable oh, size drinks. So you can try different things, try different experiences, right. see what you like. And there's going right. to be a whole episode coming up about trying different beverages at Disney and the, the options are available to yep. you. I think the last bullet point I really want to get to, um, and I'm sorry, I need a prop for this. One second. So every time we go to Disney, um, on the day we travel, I wear um, this shirt. Yes, it says, says, it says, I'm a done adulting. Let's go to Disney. I'm done adulting. Let's go to Disney. Now, here's the thing. We are talking about being adults at Disney. So I want to clarify. I'm done with the responsibilities of adulthood. I want to go to Disney and let the world go. And that's what we can do. Once we get inside that Disney bubble, and by that Disney bubble, I literally mean landing at MCO. Once we are there, I don't worry about anything else. Miami? No, MCO, the Orlando. Orlando. Oh, I haven't. It's called MCO. Wow. Uh, Acronyms. Yeah, I booked the flights. It's MCO. Okay. Once I land at MCO. 
yuck monkey yuck <laughs> monkey moment there sorry <laughs> once i land at mco i do not worry about anything in the outside world i don't have concerns over what's going on at work i don't have concerns about what's going on back home we can just be in that bubble and we don't have to adult we can be grown-ups who aren't adulting we can be grown-ups who are kids right? We can play. If we want to go ride Slinky Dog Dash and scream our fool heads off, that's awesome. We can do that. If we want to ride Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad and pretend that nothing can stop us now because nothing can possibly go wrong, we can do that. <laughs> what possibly goes wrong what on these rides? Exactly, I'm sorry. Exactly. They're all perfectly... So smooth. And we can goes we can have fun, be kids, embrace that inner child, which we have a lot of. Um, we are just big kids at heart. So we can embrace that there. I, I'm gonna kind of let everybody in on a little you, cosplay moment that oh, we. Okay, you're you're getting in deep here. All right, go ahead. I'm go digging. Ahead. I'm digging in. All right. I'm, I'm letting people. I mean, just pulling back here. So on the cosplay world. There's a lot of taking on characters. There's a lot of being the person that you are portraying. Um, I do Deadpool um, I do very well because I am, my wife says. You're 12. No, because my humor is at 16, so 12-year-olds <laughs> wouldn't be able to do that. So <laughs> that being the point, um, We've made a lot of friends that in the cosplay community. And in the cosplay community, most people are a lot younger than Yeah, we're we somewhat are. elderly for cosplayers. Oh yeah. my gosh, aren't we? Yeah. But they don't know that because I Because we're in costume and we wear good makeup. And, you can't tell. Exactly. So that being said, as we invited some of these friends over one night that were on the professional side of the cosplaying, and what happened was they came over and they told us, they said, you know, our friends were asking us why we're going over to your house. Why are you hanging out with these why, Gen Xers? Yeah, why, why are you hanging out with these Gen Xers? And it was very funny. She, they said, you know what? They're just like us. They're just like millennials, except they have money. Right. We have a little bit more disposable income. <laughs> right. We're empty nesters. So we can go there and we can take off those adult responsibilities. And that's what I feel when I go to Disney. Right. I'm still right. that younger person. I'm still that person that's going around. Right. And I've had the the experiences there, and I'm getting new experiences every time. And please, I'm telling you, Ruthie is probably one of the most knowledgeable people that you will ever find on finding those experiences at Disney. So many podcasts, so much to talk about. But what I can tell you is go to her... Ruthie at Magical Tripcations. Tripsbyruthie.com. That's it. That's where she's going. And we'll put that link up. But go there, reach out to her, let her find what you're looking for, because she will be able to customize a private tour, uh, Animal Kingdom, a tasting of a certain alcohol or adult beverage, as that is, and she will be very good at finding something that is a little bit different from what you would experience on the corny dog and sure side of it. So what we found is every time we go, people ask us, why do you keep going back? Why do you keep going back? And 
the only answer I have to him is, first of all, it's a date for her and I. So Ruthie and I have these date moments there. But I also know it's one of the happiest places in the world for her. Hence the crying on Main Street. And it's just a place that we feel comfortable being and spending our income. Yep. And we hope that we give you an opportunity to do that too. When you're out there, there are more than just the rides at a Disney park. That's perfect. So cheers. Another one in the can. Enjoy your mimosas with Mickey. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Hey, producer Reagan here. If you enjoyed this episode of Mimosas with Mickey, be sure to like, rate us, and share with your friends. Go ahead and follow us on social too at Mimosas with Mickey. Thanks, y'all.